Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is your only 18-minute podcast in the wellness channel. You know we cover spa, aesthetics, skincare, resort, everything. And today we're going to talk massage and more. I've got my friend Kevin Beaver with me all the way from Hollywood, Florida. He is the Regional Director of Operations. Oh my God, there's so much that you do, Kevin. It's it's Cortiva, it's the other schools. But anyways, welcome, Kevin Beaver. Thank you very much, Alan. Great to be here. You too. And I hope things are as nice in Hollywood, Florida as they are in Phoenix, Arizona today. It is spectacular, even though I have a whole schedule of stuff today. <laughs> it'd, be, uh, it'd be nice if some of that schedule includes getting outside and enjoying that weather, right? Yeah, well, I washed the car early this morning. I'm going to have to call that a good day outside till about dinner. So even though uh, we're actually going to see, there's a Chihuly, you know, the artist, right, who does all the glasswork and and everything. There's a Chihuly exhibit in town, and so it's here limited time. And so we're actually going to go out and get some culture tonight. How about it? Okay. Oh, listen, a little culture never hurts, right? <laughs> Agreed. And then I've got to get it all in now. We're headed to the iSpot convention in Las Vegas on uh, Friday. And then I've got three shows back to back. In fact, I just wrote my newsletter for next week on getting out of the office. You know, we get so stuck to our desks that people forget you got to go out and circulate. You've got to go meet the competitor down the block. You have to walk a trade show. I mean, you and I met at uh, Massage Envy Conference, but don't you think it's important to get out of your office? I, I agree. We actually, uh, there's a, a simple philosophy called manage by walking around. So it's not, not just specifically related to the campus for our campus directors and the leadership of the schools, but also, as you said, getting out in the community, building some of those relationships and looking for ways to further extend your business. We do a lot with employers, in the communities that our campuses serve. I mean, we're in five different states. So expanding and extending that reach as much as possible, uh, I think is something we should always keep on the forefront of what we look to do. Yeah, what five, obviously Florida, what are the other states you're in? Yeah, so Florida, uh, we have three campuses in Florida. We have one in Texas, in Arlington. We have one in Baltimore, Maryland, one in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and one in Cromwell, Connecticut. So those are the seven Cortiva schools. And then we also have four schools under the Hollywood Institute brand that are all located in Florida as well. Got it. Well, Florida has always been a big place for going to school and being in the massage and spa business, right? Um, yes, yeah, the health, beauty and wellness is, uh, is significant, obviously in Florida, but it's been interesting to see over the last, you know, call it 10 to 15 plus years, a greater focus on health, beauty, and even more importantly now, wellness. And certainly that came up uh, over the last couple of years during the pandemic when people were trying to do their own hair and people were pulling out their hair because they needed to get massages and, and facials and other treatments. So uh, I, I think it, it even came to a, a, bigger, uh, a bigger head over the last couple of years during you know, what is one of the most unprecedented times yeah. uh, in the country. So. Kevin, you know, the, the group I work with through our association does 140 or 50 trade shows across the globe. And I'm always, I, my, people say, oh my God, Monday student day. I love when students show up. I mean, 
they're like these busy beavers, no pun intended on your name, trying to soak <laughs> in every single thing they can learn. And let's face it, you have to look at them as the next generation, right? Yes. Oh, no, absolutely. I think, um, you know, trying to tie together not only uh, participation in some of the trade shows and some of the industry um, resources they'll have after they graduate, continuing education classes is a huge part also for them as they move forward through their career. They're going to come to our schools. They're going to get the basic foundations, whether it's something in cosmetology, barbering, nails, massage, or skincare. But then to say, hey, I want to focus in, uh, I'm an esthetician, I want to focus in on uh, eyelash extension. Or as a massage therapist, I want to focus in on reflexology. That's where those continuing education opportunities come into play. We do have a fairly extensive um, program that we offer with our own schools uh, for graduates and other folks that are out in the field. Uh, but there's a, a wealth of additional opportunities for them to not only continually develop in their knowledge base, but more importantly, or certainly as importantly, be able to continue to build their business. Uh, there's a lot of add-ons and there's a lot of additional upsells that our graduates need to develop those skills before they leave. Some of these employers, they're, they're assigning new business to graduates who uh, can upsell a client or can produce different add-on services to them. And those are the first individuals to get new clients coming in. So that ability to market themselves and market their services, it, it has to be something that continues certainly well past graduation. All right, I've got three things here. I wanna bring our listeners um, up to speed, but for is the best place to find out about your schools, is it cortiva.edu, is that the best website? Yeah, that would be the best website. It's gonna show the campus locations, the programs that they offer. It's gonna walk through all the certifications that students receive as they go through our programs. And then it does have links to our continuing education pages, uh, as well as the SPOD Cortiva, which is the public offering. So our students are completing uh, massage services and skin care services on the general public at discounted rates as they're working through school. So uh, for example, a 50 minute massage is only $35 uh, for a, a public client to come in on. Uh, a 30 minute facial is only, I believe, $35 as well. So great opportunity to kind of see the full scope of what we have to offer, you know, starting at Cortiva.edu. Yeah, listeners, that's spelled C like cat, C-O-R-T-I-V-A, coreteva.edu. All right, Kevin, three things I want to talk about. The First of all, a few minutes ago, you talked about building relationships. I mean, people can say that as a generality about life, but it's never been more true than in our business, yes? That is absolutely correct. I've been in higher education for just over 25 years. And at the end of the day, this is a people business, whether it's the relationships we have with our future students as they come in, uh, both the administrators as well as our faculty members at the school, but also it extends out to our relationships with the employers. We have uh, programs of advisory committee meetings that we hold twice, uh, two times per year, where employers and folks from the community will come in provide feedback about our programs, about our equipment, the type of technical skills that our students are learning. We wanna make sure that they are aligning, that we're aligning our curriculum with what the industry is calling for. So 
our, our relationships stretch in so many directions and it just allows us to provide a better overall experience for our yeah, students. Yeah, I, I love that. People will forgive a lot of things if they love the relationship. You know, you can have not the greatest massage, you can have not the best meal in a restaurant, but if you're getting a lot of empathy, if you love who's waiting on you and servicing you, you forgive a lot of things, build the darn relationships, it's so critical. The second thing I wanna talk about is building business. Can you address how the schools help students coming out understand what building a business actually means? Absolutely. I mean, there's a, a significant part uh, for each of the states. It's different from a law and ethics perspective. So we address those in the curriculum for each of the different states with which we operate. But there also is a big part of building your practice. And we have something called the service wheel at the school. And the service wheel is what provides the students with a roadmap, if you will, for how to interact with customers how to not only offer basic services, whether again, it's massage therapy services or skincare services, but then what additional ongoing care type products can be provided, uh, almost creating a personalized treatment plan, if you will, for each of those individuals. Those students have the opportunity to then take the clients that they built while they were a student at the school with them as their clients once they graduate from our organization. So it, it kind of gets them in that mode of building the business even as a student. And then obviously they can continue that as they move forward. But you know, some of them catch on a little bit quicker than others. Some are a little bit more hesitant, a little bit more scared to dive right into that. But when they do it one or two times and they see the benefit to themselves, not just from expanding the business, but certainly from their marketability and what they can do, it, it tends to catch fire pretty quickly from there. I'm glad you said that because always the first win seems to be the toughest. And after that first win, people go, holy crap, I can do this. This is a no brainer, right? So I'm, I'm really exactly. glad because you know that schools generically across the country don't talk about sales or selling or developing a business. Mm -hmm. They act like, well, we're not in that business, but you know, we all know at the end of the day, we're all in sales. It doesn't really matter what business you're in, we're selling something. The third thing, you mentioned talking about how your quasi-graduate school as well, because they learn the basic education, but maybe they want to learn eyelashes or they want to learn extensions or they want to learn something else. Please address that. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's our continuing education program. Um, each of the campuses offer a wide variety of classes. So if we're looking at some of the skincare offerings, as I mentioned, eyelash extension, uh, derma planning, uh, there's a, a variety of additional uh, different peels, uh, use of advanced machines like microdermabrasion. Again, certain states allow more than other states do. Uh, in massage therapy, you've got reflexology, you've got sports massage, you've got clinical massage, uh, Thai massage. I mean, there's so many directions that these additional modalities can go into. And what we preach at the school is during the course of their curriculum, their regular curriculum, we always teach breadth, not depth in those modalities, right? So we give a very kind of basic overview of a variety of those. I mean, we, we can't fit everything into, you know, a 600 or a 700 hour curriculum, but we fit quite a bit in there, especially the ones that are aligned with them successfully passing the MBLEX test, which is their licensing exam for massage therapy. Um, but then from there they have, and, and again, not just with our organization, if you 
type in uh, massage therapy continuing education courses. There's so much that's available now online that wasn't available before. The states have really loosened the restrictions on how many virtual hours of training students can do for continuing education units. But I find that the instructors are really, it, it goes back to the relationship that you just talked about. The instructors are who they align themselves with, they feel comfortable with, whether it's someone that works at our school or an external provider. And once those instructors build a following, they have a, a tremendous business opportunity. Uh, our Cromwell, Connecticut campus does extremely well. The King of Prussia uh, campus does extremely well with continuing education courses. And they've just built this sort of following for several of the instructors that schedule, you know, what, five to six classes a year, maybe. They do one every one to two months or every one to three months. Uh, and it's it's great additional revenue for the school. It's a great experience for those graduates, and it just continues to kind of build and foster what's going on in this in this community, which is a relatively small community given the the size and scope of it. You know, you said I know that our listeners can't see you, but you look like you're 40 years old. But you said you've been at this 25 years, so you must have started. You still have your hair. I just don't have a lot of hair left, so. Uh... Good gene pool is all I can tell you. Okay, couple different things. This is selfish of me, so I'm using Alan time in your in your podcast. I think Thai massage is absolutely the best thing that can happen to you with your clothes on. If people have not had Thai massage done properly, it is an amazing stretching, relaxing massage, personal to me. My second other favorite treatment is third eye Shirodara getting the oil dripped on your forehead. People, if you haven't had that done, look for it on a menu somewhere and get Thai massage, get third eye Shirodara. You will absolutely love them. Otherwise, Alan will give you a refund. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that goes with that <laughs> along the way. Um, you talked about breathing. At the same way I say, did people really have to learn how to wash their hands over the last couple of years of the pandemic? I also say to people, do they really need to learn how to breathe? <laughs> Listen, I, I think you could take just about anything and break it down from a uh, technique and an efficiency perspective. It's, it's the same thing a lot of folks say about massage. Oh, well, I, I don't have very strong hands. You, you're not really performing massage solely with the strength of your hands. It has to do with your body posture. It has to do with your positioning as a client. So uh, yes, breathing is an important part of it, not just as much for the therapist, which I am not a licensed massage therapist, but not just as much as the therapist, but also as much for the client. Uh, you'll find clients at times may tense up during certain periods, right? So making sure that they maintain that regular breathing, which again is all part of the service wheel. It's all part of the treatment plan that we train our students to put together for these individuals when they come through the school. I love that. You know that the original Indian Sanskrit texts that go back about, I don't know, 4,000 years or 5,000 years or whatever it is, they talk a lot about breathing. This learning to breathe is not something new. When you hear about yogis who live really, really long, they're very much about breath. And I, I cannot understate or overstate how important uh, breathing is. I'm I'm so pleased to hear you guys say that. I go to a stretch lab mm -hmm. once a week down the block and the gals there who stretch me always say, 
I'm like one of the few people that actually understands how to breathe through stretching. Otherwise, you don't get the benefit of stretching or massage or anything else for that matter if you're not properly breathing. Sounds crazy when I say it. It, it does, but yeah, I mean, to think about the same thing. If you're working out, you know, you want to exhale your breath while you're doing the the, the power motion of whatever move that might be. So uh, there there is a, definitely a timing to it, and and again, you're looking for those efficiencies as you go. The stretch zones and some of the other stretch labs, those are growing significantly in our markets. We actually have several uh, of the massage therapy students. They earn a stretching certificate when they complete with us. And they've been uh, honestly being scooped up pretty quickly. There is such a huge demand for massage therapists. As you mentioned earlier, you and I met at the Massage Envy Conference earlier this year, and their organization is searching for therapists. They're putting together as many new and exciting ways to try to attract them to the industry, uh, as well as ultimately or potentially working for them. Uh, they're adding a variety of enhancements like cupping, uh, some of the stretching techniques that we talked about, use of light stim for pain management. So there's a variety of things that I think this industry is continuing to grow and evolve on. But from a job opportunity standpoint, massage therapy and skincare, check out the BLS data, check out what it is in your local market. Yep. There is an incredible need, need and a demand for this. In the minute we have left, I want to cover uh, something really quick. By the way, I'm sure Beth and her team at Massage Envy, they're probably getting tired of me niggling away on them about all the things <laughs> that they should be doing. But they're an amazing, all the big franchise groups, they are amazing organizations. And I'm so glad they're part of our industry. Can you address the compact? Is that part of uh, your learning and education along the way? And what's going to change for therapists across the United States? The compact being the ability to take your license and go anywhere in the United States and practice. Got it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, this is something that uh, honestly, we just have to do. I say we collectively in America. It, it, it's so crazy the differences between the states, the number of hours that are required, the areas of certifications. You know, it should certainly be as easy as I graduated from an approved program. I passed this set test, the MBLEX, which is the same for everyone. And I should be able to go to work in just about any state, if not all of them. And that's not the case right now. Well, um, hopefully that will change, right? Get... This right. coming year. So, yep. so that, that, yeah, that would be a huge opportunity because we do have tons of individuals that start in one area and it's very transient and they're moving somewhere else, just like everyday normal people, right? So I think it's important that that continues to move forward. Yeah, I'm simplifying this, but I can take my driver's license from Minnesota, now Arizona, and drive anywhere. You know, so I know I'm simplifying it, but still. Kevin Beaver, yeah. Regional Director of Operations. Uh, it's Corteva. It's a number of other schools. Find them at corteva.edu. Kevin, we are not done talking. There's so many more things I want to talk to you about. It'll have to wait for another uh, podcast along the way, but thank you so much for sharing everything uh, with our listeners today. Uh, thank you. This has been a great opportunity. Reach out with questions and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thanks so much, Alan. Awesome. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another. <laughs>